Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. For lovers, I'm Aaron Fraser, and I'm Matt Bose. In this episode, we're going to discuss some of the biggest actors and actresses in Hindi cinema, as well as introduce a few common Bollywood terms and tropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, welcome or welcome back. Hopefully, this is our second episode. We've been on the internet for two weeks already. Yeah, and we've had uh, quite a few uh, downloads. So, thank you, people who downloaded and. Yeah, and um, who've returned? Who, who've returned for this episode? Yeah. Or if this is your first episode, thank you for uh, you know giving us a listen. Yeah, we like you too. We like everybody. <laughs> I have to say, um, we've been working on this podcast for a while, really kind of preparing and, and researching for the past six months, um, and it's been kind of our little secret. And it's really, it's really nice personally to have an outlet for you know our interest in Hindi cinema but it's even more exciting to see that like people actually care so far the the feedback and kind of positivity that we've received has been really overwhelming and really appreciative uh, we even have a couple of reviews already oh, all right then very well, exciting um, so yeah. we will read all our reviews out on air to encourage you all to review unless they say something gross uh, yes unless you know they're not <laughs> they're not fit. We will uh, only to review, be published. Yeah, only the complimentary reviews. Well, so. Uh, so our first one comes from My Elbows, who, full disclosure, is our friend Paula Matwichuk. Yeah, that's uh, your podcast on the highly successful Trash Art in the Movies mm-hmm. regular film podcast. The the podcast that pits... Uh, Art House Cinema against Brainless Entertainment. And then declares a victor. Yes. Uh, so Paul says, Lovers Rocks, a terrific podcast that provides a friendly point of view entry to a huge, somewhat daunting world of movies. Matt and Aaron are Bollywood fans, but they also have a smart, critical perspective that gives their recommendations extra credibility. I'm looking forward to learning about Bollywood with this podcast. That's my gut. Thank you so much, Paul. Yes, thanks, Paul. Um, And we also have one from Normac236. He says, this is our friend Cam. He says, you guys rock. Always a fan of you, too. Keep doing more. We will. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Cam. We will. Um, so moving on to uh, today's episode. Well, first off, uh, we do oh. have a little bit of uh, housekeeping, I guess, to attend to. On uh, we talking to some friends about the first episode, we had a few requests, mm-hmm. and one of them was to name the song that we showed at the interval, played, the, played at the last interval of the podcast. Uh, so that song was actually from my recommendation, Del Dardakane Do, mm-hmm. and it's called a uh, Galan. And it's called uh, Galan Gudiyan. And the cool thing about that, I, if you look at the show notes, we linked to the video of that from the film. And it's uh, the, the dance sequence that that is in, in the film is a five-minute unbroken shot with, what, like maybe 70 people dancing? Yeah, it's... Well, and it's, it's a really big cast in that film, so it incorporates, like, all the members of the cast, not just your major stars, mm-hmm. but all the aunties and uncles and cousins that are also on this trip. Yeah, and it's uh, it's just a really exuberant, fun dance scene that must have been incredibly difficult to choreograph. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, I would actually like to know more about how they did that, because by the end of it, like, they're, you know, just really, really super excited. And, you know, within the story, it kind of makes sense that they're happy for, you know, what's been going on, but... I, I can only assume that the actors are just excited to have, you know, done that one take and got that uh, scene finished. Mm-hmm. So I, I highly recommend checking that one out. We'll put a link to it in these show notes as well. For sure. Um, so moving on to our topic of this episode, um, Bollywood stars, the heroes and heroines. Um, at the end of our last show, I said that we would be talking about um, some of Bollywood's biggest stars as well as some of the up-and-coming actors and actresses that are making up the new generation. But when I started to get together um, the show notes 
for this episode. I realize this is just way too big of a topic to cover in one episode. There's going to be a lot of names, and if I had tried to cover kind of both sets of performers, it would have been even more names. So we've decided to break it up into two episodes. So today we're going to be talking about some of the biggest contemporary stars, some of the biggest um, kind of audience draws who star in a lot of big blockbusters. And in an upcoming episode, we will be talking about uh, some of the upcoming actors and actresses, the new generation. Sort of from maybe the last 10, 5 years or so, that's what's going to be in the next episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, getting into it, the uh, first person we have to introduce um, is one of the most prolific actors in the entire world. He is known all over the world and is celebrated all over the world and has been uh, a major star in Bollywood since the 1970s until today. He is in his 70s and he continues to be one of the biggest stars who's, um, you know, people people will watch this man essentially be in anything. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, the big B, as, he, as he's known, Amitabh Bachchan. Yeah, so this guy, I don't know if there is like an equivalent in Hollywood, but he's... Like, he's famous enough that stray lines from some of his movies 40 years ago uh, have become, like, almost movies into themselves. Or, like, you can reference basically anything he's done, and that'll be known by the audience. I'm thinking of specifically uh, uh, Student of the Year uh, by Karen Johar, which we're going to talk about more next week because it has a lot of the new up-and-coming stars in it. But there's a scene in which uh, there's a treasure hunt at this school, long story, but that they they have to kind of puzzle out a riddle that refers to an Amitabh Bachchan film, and there's like a smash cut to that scene from the film in the middle of Student of the Year, and like this isn't kind of seen as weird that this is the only time this happens in the whole movie. By the way, it's not like a Family Guy style movie with lots of cutaways to weird gags. This is you know just part of a regular love story school time movie. There's a clip from a. Amitabh Bachchan film because he's such a big deal that, you know, everyone wants to kind of make reference to him as often as they can because he's he's just uh, very popular. And his film, Shole, from the 70s is quoted um, probably in every second Bollywood film we see. It continues to be one of the most important and popular films in Hindi cinema. Yeah, I think we'll do a whole episode on that one coming down the line. It's... There's a really good article about it on uh, Badass Digest from a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. just saying it's the 40th anniversary of the film, but it's kind of tough to find in its original condition. Just kind of going through the uh, the history of the film and why it's become such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, but so what like what characteristics would you say about him? Well, he pioneered the uh, what is called the angry young man. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 1970s, and he really appealed to um, the youth population to a young generation who really saw kind of their frustration in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite kind of story about uh, Amitabh's work and the, his earlier work, though, uh, is in the film Cooley, where he was injured and he was he injured, was injured pretty badly, very, very yeah. badly, and there was. But uh, the country was basically put on hold because this guy hurt, got hurt. There and, was mass coverage of yeah. you know this actor getting injured. I mean, it doesn't hurt that he's kind of uh, a political force as well. Like, he had mm-hmm. he had ties to, uh, you know, the ruling party at the time. Uh, the book, uh, Bollywood, A History by Bose, Bo- Boss, uh, there's a really good uh, good chapter about that in that, you know, the, the country essentially stopped. There was candlelight vigils at his hospital. And in the film itself... Yeah, this is my favorite yeah. part. This is why I really love this story. Yeah, so in the film itself, it kind of the movie will stop for a second and say, you know, Amitabh hurt himself doing this scene, which, like, imagine... The movie just, like, has an intertitle that comes up and goes, this is the scene where Amitabh hurt himself. Yeah. So you can, you know, appreciate uh, the effort and the work he put in. And it's it, it was really tough for the other actor involved in that scene who was essentially blackballed for mm-hmm. a long time because, you know, he hurt... The, the man. And nowadays, like I say, he's a 70-year-old man nowadays, but he is still in some of the biggest movies and is not necessarily kind of playing um, 
you know, I, I mean, he, he does play father figures, but not like a secondary character. He's still the major star of a lot of them. And it's mm-hmm. phenomenal to me that a film like uh, Boutinath Returns, which is uh, the sequel to Boutinath, uh, which is uh, an Oscar Wilde adaptation. What? Really? Uh-huh. This movie sounds incredible. Listen to what she's... Like, well, no. The first one is an Oscar Wilde adaptation. Okay. Is he a ghost in that one, too, though? Yes. Okay. It's about a young boy who um, befriends a ghost, and the ghost is Amitabh Bachchan. In the sequel, he... I haven't seen the first one. I've only seen the sequel, Bootenath Returns, um, which is on Netflix, if this description Ooh. really interests you. Um, in the sequel, Bootenath comes back, back into the kid's life, and... Uh, you know, they're having fun. And then it turns into uh, a film with a strong political agenda about fighting um, voter corruption mm-hmm. <laughs> and encouraging everyone to vote. So what you're saying is we need Boutinath to help us in the upcoming Canadian election. And so it's like this friendly, like, child ghost film that has this strong political message that was still a big box office hit in India, which I have to assume is because Amitabh Bachchan is a huge star. Well, there's also the strong social justice component in a lot of the films, but that's got to be But not all those films do well uh, commercially. Mm -hmm. You know, those traditionally haven't been the biggest commercial hits, but this this one, you know, did did reasonably well. Um, Those unfamiliar with Bollywood would be be most familiar with him in a the Great Gatsby, mm-hmm. um, where he has a small role. Baz Luhrmann, he's with Meyer Wolfheim, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Baz Luhrmann is a big fan of Bollywood, and he put Amitabh Bachchan in The Great Gatsby essentially as a because he loves him and an homage. Um, and well, I, it probably didn't hurt the film's chances in India to do that as well. No, I don't think so. Yeah, um, he was he, probably the highest, like highest build. I would say he is beloved. I have a hard time thinking of an actor. Um, maybe like the closest I can think of in Hollywood is, um, and this is nowhere near um, uh, a relation as far as like style or aesthetic, but maybe like Jack Nicholson, just a bit of like. If Jack Nicholson was mixed with Marlon Brando and was as famous as. Oh, I don't know. And still at the top of his game. Yeah, still at the top, of, at his the top of his game 40 years after he got into the industry, right? Yeah. Um, and it's... I, I think we really appreciate it because, um, you know, now that he's he's in his 70s, we get films about the aging process um, and big films that he stars in. Um, yeah. Piku, which did, did very, very well. Um, he plays a man who's dealing with incontinence problems. Yeah. And it's not like it's... It's comedic, but it's not played for laughs. It's yeah. like, you know, and, and that's something that you just don't see yeah. in other places. Um, I'm excited we, to see more of his movies, like, because we're, yeah. we're trying to work our way back through sort of classic Bollywood. A lot of it is depending on what we have available, so mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll check back in with uh, Bachchan oh, later on. Oh, definitely. I mean, we'll probably do a whole episode focusing on some of his films. So he will be coming up a lot. Stay tuned for that. Um, and we should say he's married to uh, Jaya Bachchan, mm-hmm. um, who at the time, uh, in the 70s, she was his co-star in Sholay. She was the bigger star, mm-hmm. um, and he has, you know, since become a legend. Um, and they also co-starred together in uh, Kabi Kushi Kabi Gone, which has uh, every actor in Kabi Kushi Kabi Gone. Well, every we actor from that time, yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about that later on, because uh, there's a few more coming up. We will be mentioning. Um, like so, this guy. Like this guy. Um, the uh, next biggest star is uh, probably, at this point, um, parallel to Amitabh before... Um, kind of notoriety and just being a really well, he's big an, deal. It's, he's an event when he puts out a movie. Exactly. And this is uh, the, the first of the three cons um, mm-hmm. and the biggest of the three cons. The three cons being three guys with the last name Khan who are currently kind of reigning over Bollywood mm-hmm. with their star power. And I think it's important to star power. That's what I was looking for. Sharuk is probably... On par, either I said his name, on par with Amitabh at this point for star power. And we should probably say that um, actors who have the same last name are not necessarily related. Mm-hmm. Though sometimes they are. Yeah. Um, and this is Shuru Khan, also known as King Kong, um, who is huge. Yeah, he's great. Um, I don't know if he's appeared in a Western film. Not that I can think of. But he doesn't need to, because he puts out you know one or two movies a year, and they're box office dynamite every time he's yeah he's got a uh he's got a really good range he could play you know kind of a nerdy older guy in Rabne Banadi Jodi yeah in Rabne Banadi Jodi where he plays a 
older guy who's an office worker who ends up marrying the much younger Anushka Sharma after her whole her groom's wedding party dies and her father dies. It's very tragic, but he plays kind of a mild-mannered uh, office guy who can also be a cool party guy. But then in something like Raw 1, he's a nerdy video game developer and also the main character of a video game that his son develops. Like, he can... He's, you really painted him out to be a nerd. Yeah, I guess in those movies he's a nerd, but in something like Dawn, <laughs> he's a badass. Which is a remake of an Avatar Bachchan film. Yes, yeah, that, that's a good link between them. But he's a he's a badass um, gangster. Cri- yeah, crime lord essentially who uh, has a double who is just a normal <laughs> guy thrown into events. Who by the by the end of Dawn two. Has apparently conquered all of Southeast Asia <laughs> with his crime and is working towards uh, making inroads in Europe. Like, Shah Rukh is just an amazing actor. And mm-hmm. uh, definitely, I think, uh, if you want to talk again about uh, people's first Bollywood movies, I think watching some of his stuff would be a really good entry. Because depending on what year he's making a movie, he's usually got his pulse on, his, his fingers on the pulse of what's going on. Like What you're not saying, though, is that um, he is well-known and celebrated for a lot of his romantic comedy roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of his films, uh, Diwali Duhaliniya... Diwali Duhaliniya Le Jayenge. Has been playing for 20 years in yeah. India. Since in, it's... In theaters. It, in it theaters. continues to be in theaters. It has never left theaters. It's like Cats <laughs> or Les Mis or something. Just, it's an institution unto itself now. But, like, I can't think of any... Uh, like, any film ever in Hollywood that has, like, never left theaters? Like, maybe Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah, I guess, like, if you were able to show Star Wars... Yeah? It would it could conceivably stay in theaters that long, but there's not a lot of movies that have that kind of shelf life. There's not that many movies that have that kind of adoration around them. Yeah. And he had a string of, you know, hugely popular rom-coms in the 90s that just really catapulted his fame. Um, and he continues to be on top and like Matt said when he releases a film it's an event um, but he's also done you know some more kind of serious pictures and I think of uh, Swades and uh, My Name is Khan um, so not all of his work is um, kind of uh, necessarily aiming to be big crowd pleasing entertainers he also kind of goes after some meteor roles mm-hmm. um, he's impressive and if you get into Bollywood you will come across one of his films immediately Basically, um, he just rules. He's off. <laughs> when I was uh, taking out some books for research the other day, um, I had a big staff of about seven books, and he was on the cover of five of them, and the other two books didn't have images on the cover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he really uh, dominates in a way that I don't think people There's who watch no Hollywood films could understand. It's, it's sort of like if Tom Cruise and Will Brad Smith Pitt. and Brad Pitt were all the same guy. <laughs> yeah. Um... Our second con um, is probably, my, I think, my favorite of the three cons. Um, I have a bias. Yeah, he's definitely someone who's more known for his devotion to craft. He kind yeah. of approaches every film uh, because I, it, it's a little less true now, but uh, Bollywood uh, actors often would work on more than one movie at once. But uh, Amir Khan, who is our next uh, con, his his trademark still is, it, but... It, it was more of an anomaly back then, was that he would he would sit down and work on one movie, and then he would finish it, and then he would work on another one. He would could devote himself completely to one role. Part of the reason that Amir Khan uh, got into films... Well, I mean, he always wanted to be an actor, but he was inspired by uh, Shahrukh, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, when Shahrukh came a star, Amir um, thought that maybe he could do that, too, because... Um, and, and we'll get into this with some of the other actors. Um, there's a strong... A uh, sense of nepotism in the Bollywood film industry. A lot of the major players come from filmy families. In quotes, filmy families. Um, and so it's hard for outsiders to break in. Uh, but both Sharuk and Amir are, are outsiders. Mm-hmm. Um, and Amir, Amir is really interesting. He's he's known um, for part for his devotion to his craft and also for doing like really kind of quirky characters quirky characters that i would say maybe would fall on the autistic scale yes and he his ears kind of uh <laughs> stick out a bit you know what i love about um 
of Bollywood stars is that, especially for the men, they're all unbelievably attractive, but they all just have, like, one kind of feature that is a bit off. Well, not off, but just maybe a little bit exaggerated. There's no, like, sort of hunk of just... Uh, you know, attractive guy like a Jai Courtney or a Sam Worthington. You need a little bit something else to it gives them personality. Put you over the top, and yeah, it really like uh, you know that old uh, that caricature of um, Alfred Hitchcock. They could do. You could probably do something similar with the top Bollywood male stars, at least, and yeah. definitely they would be recognizable. And for Sharuk, it's his lips. For Amir, it's his ears. Yeah. Um, and he, he started... For the third con, I'm assuming it's probably just a bicep. No, it's a size. Um, oh, okay. Well, you're you're obviously much more perceptive in that uh, area. Um, and Amir Khan starred in the, um, one of the biggest Bollywood films that also received, and it, w- it was a big cross for hit because it received an Oscar nomination for Best Foreign Language Feature, and that is Lagan, mm-hmm. um, which he also helped produce. And I think it's important for us to say that um, for a very long time in Bollywood, and I think this might be changing a bit, but it's it's hard to say um, how it's going to change and it will, in what way. Um, films were greenlit um, because of the stars that were in them. The stars came first. Yeah, the director would have the idea for a movie, and he would essentially go to the star's house, act out the movie, and then if the star liked it, then you could get funding. And another thing that might be interesting to know is that funding, at least back in the day, maybe less so nowadays, funding was not like a big studio a lot of the time. It would Mm -hmm. be smaller production companies. A lot of family-owned businesses would handle the funding for films. So if you could could secure a Shuru Khan or an Amir Khan, then you know your movie would go forward. There wasn't really... It kind of works a little bit backwards from uh, the way that uh, Hollywood works. But it is not too dissimilar from classic studio-era Hollywood, where it would be like, we need a vehicle for Clark Gable. Hey, you know, go back there and figure out something we could put Gable in. And a lot of the up-and-coming actors we find are signing contracts with the studios to star in certain numbers of their films, which is similar to um, the studio system. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the reason I bring this up in relation to Amir Khan is because he's really used his star power to make a lot of really unique and interesting films that have um, just important messages and things to say. Well, there's the social justice message. And he, like, there was a really good article. I'll see if I can find it and put it in the show notes. But he hosts a, like, a TV show in India that is full of kind of, like, instructional information about how to deal with uh, the government or it's almost like an Oprah-type show, let's say, that kind of helps average, uh, Mm -hmm. ordinary people... You know, try and make their lives a little bit better. And, like, that, that, that devotion to, I guess you'd say, his fans or just his people is really admirable. He's also in the Bollywood remake of Memento. Mm-hmm. The Bollywood <laughs> remake that I would say transcends Memento. I know I'm definitely in the minority, but... Uh, Called Good Genie. Yeah, Memento would have been improved vastly <laughs> if it had a hour and a half romantic comedy inside of it. <laughs> and if the main character was allergic to sleeves because Amir Khan, <laughs> his character in the film, is just wearing vests all the time because his guns have just got to be out and free. Um, this leads us to uh, the third Khan, who yeah, is that, that ties nicely. Salman Khan. Salman Khan. Uh, and Salman Khan is box office dynamite yeah. I would not say he is the actor with um, and, and yeah and his defining feature for me is his squinty eyes I think his general <laughs> like kind of being a muscle guy like the yeah he, the one thing about Bollywood stars you need to know is that everyone is super cut like everyone is in really really good shape but Salman Khan is more like kind of the classic bodybuilder type yeah he's he's got a lot of physical roles and he's He's kind of made his name on being like the tough guy of Bollywood, the the kind of the bad boy almost. Yeah, I wouldn't say he is um, the best actor of the bunch. But he's um, endearing though. Like he is so endearing, and he's again like so critically, uh, his films are oftentimes panned, but then they make buckets and buckets of money, and he has so many movies on the top ten Bolly top ten grossing Bollywood films. Of all time, like Eck the Tiger and Kick. The plot of Kick at times is completely nonsensical, but because Salman Khan is in it, everyone is going to go up and see it because he is beloved. And then recently, his film uh, Bajani Bajan has broken all sorts of, mm-hmm. or is poised to break all sorts of records. I, I haven't seen the official numbers. It's still it like slightly like, under Amir Khan's PK. Yeah, it was like the second highest grossing film of. All time, but it could potentially take the first. I guess thinking about it now, yeah, his eyes are very expressive, and 
they kind of humanize him in a way that uh, yeah. you know you kind of you kind of always feel for him. He he he's seems like he just like seems a, like a good guy. He's like a he's like he might be a bit of a lunk, but he's you know he's a decent guy. He's kind of, he kind of reminds me of like he's got like a sad puppy quality to him. Like he's this big burly guy with just like this soft chewy like center mm-hmm. this heartless like bleeding heart mm-hmm. and he's also a bit of a goofball mm-hmm. <laughs> like he can't i, I would mean, say either... Farouk also does that do, all three of them actually have a kind of a goofball side yeah i mean Farouk has kind of a physical comedy thing that he delves into especially in raw one he gets hit in the balls a lot <laughs> and amir khan kind of has kind of a goofy uh nutty professor vibe maybe yeah he you know, he could bug his eyes out and kind of... Not know. always. He has some yeah. very serious ones. But oh, yeah, Salman yeah. is... I mean, Salman, of, all, of the three cons, he, he has the most limited range. Um, but it kind of doesn't matter. Because yeah. he's he's a star. Yeah. he He's a star through Shout through. out to Veer, my favorite uh, Salman oh, Khan Oh, God. Uh. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, as I was speaking about the nepotism, our next actor is the son of Amitabh Bachchan. Um, and he is Abhishek. Bakchan. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's also married to an actress that uh, we are going to be talking about later on, Ashwarya Ray, who has links to Salman Khan because you know Bollywood is an exciting uh, you know gossip filled town. Well, I was this is an aside, but I was watching um, an old episode of Copy with Quran, which is a, a a talk show in India hosted by Karen Johar, who directed Kabi Kushi Kabi Gam and Student of the Year and My Name Is Khan, um, and. Uh, Priyanka Chopra and Topeka Padukone, who we'll be talking about later, talked about how they don't really meet anyone outside of the industry, so that's mm-hmm. why everyone's dated, dating and marrying everyone in the industry. Again, if you want to go back to a classic Hollywood reference, it's, it's, it's like the movie Colony and how everyone would kind of date people in their social sphere. Mm-hmm. And it definitely seems like... Well, again, if you're also surrounded by beautiful people all the time, why would you date outside of yeah. the, uh, the realm you live in? Yeah, and Abhishek is... Bollywood royalty. You know, his mm-hmm. parents are, are two of the biggest Bollywood stars of their generation, and it was essentially guaranteed that he would go into the movie industry. Um, and I think uh, it, he had kind of a, a, a difficult time kind of getting out from under the thumb, under the shadow of his dad, but he's really cemented himself with the Doom franchise. Yeah, uh, Doom, I, I think we mentioned it last time, but yeah. they're... They're the Bollywood Describe Abhishek and Doom, though. Sure. They're the Bollywood equivalent of the Fast and the Furious franchise. And the the way that Abhishek's character... He plays Jay Dixit. Yeah, D- Jay Dixit, a uh, super cop um, who, in the first one, he's kind of a nerd... And he's he's got a kind of an overbearing wife. There's a strong theme of like people being nerds. <laughs> yeah, but by the by the second and third one, he's just basically like a super awesome guy who can jump off the top of a building and uh, attack somebody or punch someone through a wall. He's a super cool badass, which is a theme that comes up a lot in Bollywood cinema, and I love it. Basically. He's and he's pretty kind of um, self-serious, um, but he's also branched out in some more comedic roles that I think he's really successful in, and I think of uh, Happy New Year, and um, Dostana is a comedy of his that is really well celebrated. There's a good cameo for him in uh, Shah Rukh Khan's Om Shanti Om, oh, yeah. where <laughs> they're, they're going to the Filmfare Awards, which are sort of the Bollywood equivalent to the Oscars, and uh, he's there, uh, well, he... He's not up for Best Actor Award because his movie Doom 4 hadn't been made yet. So there's kind of a, um, you know, a cool promo of him in a, in a factory talking about how cool Doom 4 is going to be. And then you find out that it's not actually done yet. Yeah, nobody is up for the award. That's the joke. Yeah. Is that he's up for the award and it's not even done yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And that takes us to... Ooh, possibly the... Aaron's favorite. Uh, I don't know, but... Certainly the most attractive man in the world, Rithik Roshan. Mm -hmm. Human special effect Rithik Roshan, who is potentially the best uh, built person who lives. And Um, one of the best dancers. And he has the bluest eyes, Matt. They're so blue. He's an amazing dancer, and his his body is... And he can sing. (laughs) Kind of impeccable. Um, uh, Yeah, he's... I've, I've heard, definitely in a few of the books... His acting ability is kind of not 
beloved, basically. Like, oh, I not, think every, he's great. not everyone thinks he's that great, but he's super handsome and, again, descended from uh, Bollywood royalty. Yeah, his father is Rakesh Rohan, um, who uh, has directed some of his biggest hits, and that is the Krish series, where he plays uh, essentially Bollywood's biggest superhero he also plays krish's father <laughs> yeah in a in a classic example of a double role krish is kind of a superman goku type guy who protects uh, i think he protects mumbai from force uh, the threats within and without <laughs> okay so why do you call him a human special effect well he's just so insanely ripped um this is something that comes up in but what about uh, his legs and the way they move. I mean, he kind of has Gumby legs. It's amazing yeah. the things he can do while he dances. But there's a there's a good joke in the film Bang Bang, which is one of the highest grossing films. It's a remake of the kind of forgotten Tom Cruise uh, vehicle, Night and Day. Yeah. But uh, in that one, he's shot and he has to take off his shirt to bandage himself. <laughs> and Katrina Kaif is there and she's drinking some water and she sees him take off his shirt and... I her only, eyes just bug out. Yeah, I can only assume that her reaction is basically what any woman's reaction, or, or gay male, would uh, have in that same situation just with this insanely attractive man in front of you. He also has, a, like, a sensitivity to him that I think, like, you know, really, really makes you swoon. Um, and what's really fascinating about him is that he has a physical deformity, and that does not stop him from being one of the biggest Bollywood stars and one of the most handsome men in the world. And mm-hmm. this is, I think, a testament to kind of, like, how magnetic he is that, like, his physical deformity is not off-putting. Now, I should say that in his cast, um, this deformity is considered, um, like, a good luck, like a blessing. And it's also not something, unless you know to look for it, it's not something you see that often. Well, they make it a plot point in Krish, but uh, what it is, on one of his hands, he has uh, two thumbs. And it's not like two thumbs growing out kind of independently. It's kind of like he has a main thumb and then another, like, growth beside it. They yeah, have, like, a, a little, nail. Just it's, a little baby thumb. It's another thumb. And, yeah, if you know to look for it, you'll see it. Um, I think they kind of shoot around it. Uh, but, yeah. you know, it's Again, it's, 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 not it's a, a plot deal. point yeah. in Krish, though. Yeah, like, it, it is a plot point in Krish. They make it, you know, That's how him and his father know that they're, you know, related, right? Yeah, and yet no one can tell that, like, the civilian identity and Krish are the same person, even though they have the same deformity. But, you know, it's yeah. like Clark Kent in his glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Rithik is beautiful. I cannot stress that enough. Aaron's a big fan. I like him too. Big fan. Uh, the next guy, though, uh, I kind of loathe. And I have to apologize for any of his fans out there listening. Uh, and I know he has them, but I have yet to see anything with a minute that I have really appreciated. And that is Akshay Kumar. Yeah, he's, he's more known for his action roles. And we haven't quite found one yet that really does it for us. I mean, we've watched... We, I tried watching one of his comedies and I thought it was absolutely garbage. His comedies are terrible. And you've... Yeah, you've seen a couple more, but... Yeah. I feel like if we really delved into some of his, you know, kick-ass action stuff, maybe he's like a John Clown Van Damme level, you know, cool action movies coming out all the time. I, th- I think it, it deserves a little bit more study. Well, and I think he's kind of the opposite of Amir Khan. So Amir Khan will only work on one film at a time and so only has one come out a year. Um, but actually, Kumar has many, many, many movies come out, and it's almost as if he's just stretched too thin. You know, he can have, um, you know, movies come out in the same, like, two movies come out in the same month. Um, and so I just think that, like, he he's over-applying himself. Well, I mean, it, what do we know, honestly? His, his, his schedule seems to work fine for him. It It's yeah. just a little bit weird how many films but he's come just, out with him. he is so can't be you know he his comedies are so broad and then his action films are so cheap that i just I have such a hard time taking him seriously he just he, i mean he really comes off as a joke to me but he continues to make you know movies every year and yeah. um you know when it's still like a big star all that being said his movies don't kind of um make as much money as they used to yeah listeners um if you know an akshay kumar movie that we should watch um, can you send it our way? Because I, I there's got to be a reason why he's so popular, yeah. and I would like to know like what is the what's the the super good movie that everyone loves him for? Because um, cards on the table. I tried watching Action Replay and the Bollywood version of Back to the Future, even though they you know 
don't say that explicitly. Mm-hmm. They try and get away from it. But it was awful, and I, I couldn't make it through it. So I want to actually know, like, why is he so popular? What is... What's his secret? What's what's the movie that I should watch to fully get a hold of him? Well, I mean, I've heard that some a lot more of his roles from the kind of late '90s, early 2000s um, really kind of showcase uh, what he brings to the table a bit better, and, and kind of like show yeah. how and why he became a big star. I, I, I you know, I, I like an action movie as well as the next guy. So yeah, let me know which which uh, Akshay Kumar movie should I watch? And it's worth saying that your comparison to Jean-Claude Van Damme is very apt because he did start out as a martial artist, mm-hmm. um, which is really unique in, in Bollywood. Like, everyone is either kind of, you know, the son of someone famous, son or daughter of someone famous, or like a beauty pageant queen or a model. Um, and he started as a martial artist. He kind of has a really interesting story. I've just never seen a film of his where I have, that I've liked, unfortunately. Moving on, we have uh, another con, um, but not a part of the Central Three cons, and that is Saif Ali Khan. Yeah, I kind of like him. I don't know. We, we I, watched a few I movies like with him. him. Yeah. We watched uh, we watched Cocktail, and he's he's really good in it as a yeah. kind of party guy who's you know, a joker, but he can be serious when he finally gets around to it. And we watched we watched Race, which. <laughs> He's potentially overly serious to a point in that film. Um, I've been told that it's you know it's a beloved classic, and you know I kind of liked it, but I thought it was kind of dumb. Um, but so he's, many he's, plot twists. Yeah, he's kind of got like a like a Robin Williams aspect to him that I like. Like he's 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 hairy. He's a littler. He's a smaller guy. He's yeah, but he's, he's a bit funny. more. He's got a lot of he's a lot of energy in him. I, I do like him. He's and a I, bit more of a sex symbol and a bit more serious than Robin Williams ever was. Yeah, I'm interested to see his uh, zombie movie, uh, Going Goa Gone. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. That one looks kind of cool, and I'm it, it looks like maybe a zombie land type vehicle for him. So I, I want to watch that one. I had a hard time um, kind of pinning down like the what the Saif Ali Khan persona is and I, I've come to essentially just think of him as a jack of all trades because you know he's in action films and he's in uh, romance films uh, you mentioned Cocktail and his film uh, Jab We Met is very beloved um, and then he's in comedies mm-hmm. and he's also done uh, Hum Shackles which <laughs> yeah you didn't care for Hum Shackles but um, and he's in some serious roles as well he's kind of you know, again, like this jack-of-all-trades. He doesn't seem to have yeah. a specific thing that he go, always goes for. And I guess that's something that is kind of endemic to Bollywood, is that um, character actors and being shoved into a kind of mold does seem to happen. Mm-hmm. It certainly seems to happen for Akshay Kumar, who does, you know, he doesn't seem to do a lot of serious movies, but he does a lot of action movies, he does a lot of comedies. But it might be a little bit weird for him to try and break into that Whereas I kind of I think that bigger stars are able to stretch their wings, but that might be more a function of their star power and allowing mm-hmm. them to do whatever they want, have the clout to make a movie. But uh, some of the other guys, they seem a little bit stuck in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have a couple more actors uh, to get through before interval, mm-hmm. um, and the next one is uh, Ajay Devgan, who I don't think you have seen a lot of. I have not, no. Um, but. Ajay Devgan is um, a really interesting actor uh, who picks a lot of complex roles that deal with social issues. Um, but he's also uh, the star of a couple of popular series, and those are the Gomal series, which is a comedy series, um, and Singham, where he plays uh, an Indian cop. Um, and he he has kind of a, a really... Um, he, he's a bit bulky again, but like a really powerful presence on screen, um, and is really engaging. Um, and also worth mentioning that he's married to Casual, who we will be discussing coming up. Yeah, she's kind of a big deal. Um, and then we have Ranbir Kapoor. Big fan Ranbir Kapoor. Ranbir Kapoor, uh, is again, Hollywood royal, Bollywood royalty. He is the son of Rishi Kapoor, who was a huge star in the 70s and continues to appear in films to this day, mm-hmm. uh, but isn't quite at the status of Amitabh. Sure. Um, and the grandson of Raj Kapoor, who was a Bollywood pioneer. He was basically their equivalent of uh, Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. He had a sort of little tramp-esque character who also stood for kind of you know, a, a nation that was emerging under the yoke of colonialism and deciding what it wants to do. And that was kind of, you know, the big thing of those films is that people saw themselves in uh, his character. So it is interesting to see Rambier as the third one in this line because <laughs> I, I don't really identify... Well, I, I don't identify with him, but he seems to take a lot more... Um, 
you know, college guy, maybe kind of a jerk roles? Well, I think, um, like, like we were discussing with Amitav, I think currently the, you know, the young generation really identifies with Rambeer on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is, you know, 100% Bollywood's it boy. And he, he's had a huge amount of commercial success. Sorry, he's had a huge amount of critical success. And he's starting to emerge as a really big bankable star. His film, Yejawani Haidawani, is on the list of the top 10 highest grossing Bollywood films of all time. It's great, by the um, way. I love that movie. But not everything he's in is immediately kind of a success. Recently, his film Bombay Velvet completely tanked. Also love Bombay Velvet. Yeah, it's a great film, um, but unfortunately completely tanked. But every director is trying to sign him up for stuff. He is really emerging as a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, as a big little star. Another really great dancer, too. Yes. So that brings us up to Interval. Um, and please uh, join us after this break. Um, and we will be playing uh, Diwangi Diwangi from Om Shanti Om. And welcome back, lovers. Uh, so we have a few um, Bollywood terms related to performance that we wanted to explain. Um, because we will be using them on the podcast. I think we've already used some of them. Um, and they're terms that I find in conventions rather unique to the Bollywood, to the Bollywood industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first is actors... Um, and performers are generally called heroes and heroines. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is largely because most big actors and actresses, for the most part, play you know positive roles. They don't play a lot of negative roles. They're not usually the villains. Or it's a big deal when they do. Or it's a yeah, it's a really big deal when they do. Um, so they're called Bali, You know, they're called a hero or a heroine. They're kind of typecast from the beginning. If you're you know if you're a big star, you're usually the hero of your movie. Right? Exactly. Um, the next one is one of my favorites. Um, in Bollywood, they refer to cameos, and there are a lot of cameos in Bollywood because, uh, you know, the Hindi film industry kind of loves patting itself on the back, as well as celebrating its uh, history mm-hmm. um, and itself as an industry. And cameos are called friendlies. It is nice, yeah. So when uh, an actor appears in another in, in someone else's film, uh, they just, you know, show up in, in a dance number or in, you know, uh, a short scene that is called a friendly. One good example would be in the film Raw One, where a hero mm. from a series of Tamil movies about a robot oh, guy yeah. shows up where Raw One... Well, Raw One's... The Raw One's the bad guy of the movie, but anyway, Shuru Khan's robot video game guy character interacts with this Tamil robot guy, and they have a kind of nice, like... Robo nodded each other like, I respect your robo uh, powers. Good job, man. And this goes on for quite a while. And if you didn't know it was coming, it is a little bit weird. Yeah, I'd read that that, what that was. Um, And now you know too. Mm -hmm. Um, The next concept is uh, somewhat tied to friendlies. Um, And I have such a love-hate relationship with it. And that is the item number. I have a love-love relationship (laughs) with it. I I don't see any problem with it at all. Well, let me explain. Um, An item number is a song and dance number put in the film to excite and titillate. Um, And it sometimes features a guest performer, a friendly. Um, And, I mean, these, these dance sequences are oftentimes, you know, the highest points of excitement Within the film, there can be this grand spectacle, this catchy song, these exciting dance moves. That What's usually your favorite ones after the interval? Oh my god! I'm going to say Priyanka Chopra showing up in Ram Leela because that yeah, is yeah, that's one of my uh, no, my favorite item number is a uh, uh, Dari Disco with Shahrukh Khan mm. and Om Shanti Om because it's the rare male item number. And so this is where my love hate relationship comes in. Is I think these scenes are so exciting um, and so fun, and I'm so taken in by them. But it's usually just um, girls dancing. And they're oftentimes used in marketing purposes, which I think is really important. You know, they'll put a really catchy, really exciting item number in the film, release that online to get people to go see the film. But yes, they are oftentimes using women, and they're objectifying. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I guess, you know, so I see a, 
I see a problem with, you know, using women's bodies to essentially fill seats. Which is something that Hollywood does all the time. But Bollywood kind of does it a little bit less. Or it, it does it, but it kind of... It's a bit more overt about it, to it's, be honest. It's more overt about it, but it also sexualizes the male stars almost as much. And it's kind of refreshing. Yeah, but... And so I feel like we're starting to get to a level playing field. Um, you know, certainly with the way that films are objectifying actors like Hrithik Roshan. Um, but again, the majority of item numbers are still women. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, like a love-hate relationship. They're so much fun to watch. They're so much fun to re-watch. Um, the songs are usually, you know, extremely catchy, but uh, they are a bit problematic. And, you know, as... As a film critic and as a feminist film critic, I have had to learn to uh, appreciate things that I still find problematic, and mm-hmm. I still appreciate item numbers. Uh, the last thing, Matt, is the double role, or as I like to say it, double role. Yeah, that's where one actor plays two or more characters in the same movie. We've uh, mentioned already that Rithik Roshan plays Krish in the Krish films, but he also plays his father, Dr. Mehta, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, and Don, which Sharuk is also a double role. Uh, yeah, Sharuk plays Don, and he also plays the hapless dupe who happens to look exactly like Don. It's a uh, it's a conceit that, to me, reads as very Shakespearean. Mm-hmm. The fact that you could find someone that basically looks the same as you, and you could dress up as someone else, or you can pretend to play another person. And this is a way for, again, an actor to uh, kind of show a little bit more range, play more than one role at once, and something that very rarely comes up in Hollywood films. I also think it's the opportunity for the audiences to get, like, twice of that of their star in one film. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's part of why it is so exciting to them. You know, they get, you know, their star in one role and their star in another role. And and, and so, and on one hand, it shows, like, their craft and their range. um, But it comes up a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, It's a a fun narrative conceit. Yeah, it is. Um, Again, I just think it's surprising um, how many films use it. And, you know, if you're not used to it. Um, the if song, you're not used to it, you will be used to it. Yeah, you'll get used to it. Um, so the song that we played at the interval um, from Om Shanti Om, the reason that we played it uh, is because it features a ridiculous amount of friendlies, dozens and dozens of friendlies. Um, it's also a film with a double role. Um, and uh, it's a bit of a... I mean, it's not quite an item number, but with all the friendlies showing up, it has some item qualities to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll uh, link the uh, the dance sequence for that in our show notes. Moving on to some of the biggest heroines in Bollywood. Are you ready to discuss the women of Bollywood, Matt? Ready. I'm a big fan of um, women of Bollywood. So there's a couple things I want to say uh, before we get into it. And that is there is a bit of a double standard um, in Bollywood um, as far as genders go. Um, most male stars prefer to work with younger actresses. I mean, that's not exactly out of the ordinary for it's Hollywood. It's not out of the ordinary. Either. They also get paid um, a lot less than I, most of the actors. Again, that's also not uh, you know out of the ordinary in Hollywood as well. It's um, a sad reality. And uh, it, for a long time, women in uh, the industry, once they got married, would no longer act in films. That is uh, starting to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also means that the majority of the, of the female stars uh, tend to be a bit younger. Mm-hmm. Um, our first one, however, though, um, has been around for a while, and she is married, um, and she has a new film coming out in just a couple of months. Um, and With she, Irfan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Irfan Khan. Who we didn't mention. No. No. We, I'm sure we'll talk about him more. Yeah, he's episode. great. Irfan, there, two thumbs up. Yeah, and you know, there are a lot of actors and actresses we can fit on everyone on this list, including people we love. Um, but I think this woman is the most recognizable Bollywood star star actress around the world and that is Ashwari Ray Bakchan. Well, she's a Miss Universe winner, right? She was uh, a former Miss World and Miss uh, world. the media has dubbed her the most beautiful woman in the world. And I gotta say, yeah, pretty good. De- <laughs> um, definitely in the running, I would think. Um, so the the film that I first saw her in would have been Doom 2. No, Devdas. Oh, Devdas. One um, of her biggest roles, also starring Sharuk. Yeah, Devdas. But uh, Doom 2, she plays a fun dancer type who hooks up with Rithik Roshan's Mr. X, a, uh, you know, international uh, 
international super thief. And disguise expert. Yeah. Uh, so she's she's pretty fun. I haven't seen quite as few films with her as I'd like. Well, she hasn't. Uh, she's taken a four-year hiatus um, because she had a daughter. We should say her husband is Abhishek Bakchan. So now she's Ashwari Ray Bakchan. And she is the uh, daughter-in-law of Amitabh Bakchan. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And she's returning in uh, a couple months in a film called Jazba, um, which we're looking forward to. Um, and she was at Cannes uh, promoting it, among other things. Um, but she still kind of reigns as um, one of the biggest women, one of the biggest heroines in in Hindi cinema, and is still a you know a huge celebrity in India. Um, and what I'd say about her, I. I find this really fascinating. So one of the one of the things worth noting is that she has never been kissed on screen. Hmm. Um, I mean, she, I haven't either, but you know, she refuses deal. to do kissing scenes. Hmm. Um, is that a religious thing, or is it a moralistic thing? A moralistic thing. It might be a caste thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and to to this day, she she doesn't do it. Um, Interesting. Well, that, that she explains, did. She that was, explains why Devdas was so sad and. Got, <laughs> Uh, became an alcoholic. That's understandable. Um, she did. Her and Abhishek Bakhtan did appear on Oprah, and he kissed her on the cheek. Um, but I, I, I find a lot of the up-and-coming actresses uh, who'll be talking about in a future show are from their get-go, from their debut film. There's a kissing scene, but Ashraya Ray has really um, kind of maintained uh, that she she won't do that. That's kind of nice, though. A, I mean, if you have the clout to do it, why not? Yeah, yeah, and she uh, she has had um, some Hollywood crossover. Uh, she was in uh, *Bride and Prejudice* and *The Pink Panther* too, hmm. um, so might be well known for those roles. Um, our next actress is uh, a big '90s star who I have a huge affection for. That's Cadrill. Mm-hmm. and she's been making the rounds in a few uh, current day films as well, just kind of playing off that massive '90s celebrity. Yeah, we see her in a, a lot of friendlies, um, and she uh, is kind of beloved as um, Sherbert Khan's love interest. Yeah. And uh, it's very exciting because they are reuniting this year at the end of the year, um, and they haven't been in a film together for like a decade. Yeah, she's not quite like a grand dame of uh, the Hollywood, uh, the Bollywood screen, but she's more of like... You know, oh, yeah, it's her. I like her. And she has such a friendly kind of girl-next-door personality, and she's just, she's so, I don't want to say cute, but bubbly and just warm, and every time, whether she's uh, starring in a film or she's appearing um, uh, as just a, a friendly I am completely drawn to her. I think she's mesmerizing. And she has a unibrow. Mm-hmm. But she pulls it off so well. Yeah. Like, Ma- I just could not... Like, I feel like it just adds to her cuteness. Yeah. Make sure you guys take a look at the show notes for this episode. Because we're going to have links to pictures of everyone. And you could see what they look like. And maybe a select few dance numbers and that kind of thing. But seeing Kajol, she's, she's nice. I, I like her a lot. And she's married to Ajay Defcon. Oh. Well, there yeah. you go. Uh, next, we have... Uh, uh, probably Bollywood's biggest diva, or uh, the woman who has the reputation of being a diva, Karina Kapoor. Karina Kapoor. I like Karina Kapoor. She, I think she's a good actress. <laughs> she's a part of the Kapoor dynasty. She's a cousin of a Ranbir Kapoor. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's acted virtually, opposite virtually every big star in Bollywood. Yeah, she's in a ton of movies. And I think she's got a pretty good range. Like, if you look at yeah. uh, Kabakushi Kabigam, where she plays a spoiled rich girl living in London named Pooja. Pooja. Which is, I think, a part of why she has the reputation for being a, big, a bit of a diva. Because yeah. people associate her own personality so much with that role. Well, it was a very popular movie. But if you look at something re- more recent like Talash, where she plays mm-hmm. a prostitute who works with uh, Amir Khan's uh, detective to try and solve the uh, what happened with this car crash... Uh, she's able to project a lot of sadness and uh, anger in that role. Um, I think she's got a lot going for her. She's great as, uh, I don't want to talk about Rawan again, but I will. Uh, she's uh, Shah Rukh's, uh, wife in that film. Yeah, she she's done a huge, wide range of work. Um, and, you know, can, can do comedy, can do drama. Um, Good you dancer. Know, she, 
to a certain extent, she had privilege of being part of the Kapoor family. And so, um, you know, again, there's, there's that bit of nepotism, but she, I think she earns her celebrity yeah. and she's very outspoken, mm-hmm. um, which I really appreciate about her. And she's married to Saif Ali Khan, oh, we yeah. previously discussed. She doesn't seem to be half-assing it. Like she's not coasting on her family's laurels. She's, you know, doing interesting roles and, um, being in a lot of movies. Just, you know, putting the work in. Yeah. Um, our next lady is uh, is one of my favorites because um, uh, I, would, I, I, I think she's even more outspoken about uh, women in the industry um, than, uh, than I was saying about Karina Kapoor. Um, and that is uh, Vidier Balan, mm-hmm. uh, who you've seen in uh, films like The Dirty Picture. Mm-hmm. Um, she won many awards for uh, this uh, crime thriller she did called uh, Kahani where she's uh, pregnant and searching for her husband, she is a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. Um, and very open about um, kind of uh, struggles with uh, her weight. One of the things I love about the film I previously mentioned, The Dirty Picture, is that... Um, where she plays a, kind of a imagined version of Silk Smitha, who was a mm-hmm. Bollywood sex goddess in the 70s and 80s. Well, more like a Tamil Telugu actress. Sure, but she was yeah. she was mostly known for wearing not very many clothes and dancing I don't numbers. Yeah. Um and one of the things I love about that film is she is at her sexiest video balance when she's at her heaviest. Yeah, she looks great. Um and she I think is really leading the force of being in a lot of um movies that feature strong women at the forefront uh for a really long time, you know big Hindi films were about the, you know, the hero who was in it, but she's, you know, really putting, um, herself out there and really making, you know, female led films, uh, a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and receiving a lot of acclaim for them. Um, okay. Our okay. next actress is I, our favorite. Second favorite. Second favorite. She's your favorite. Who's your favorite? Mine's down the list. Okay. Uh, well, the next actress is uh, my favorite, um, and she's also a former beauty queen like Ashwari Ray, and that is Priyanka Chopra. Priyanka Chopra, who is re- is going to be on a TV show coming up this fall on American television. Yeah, she'll be starring in ABC, the ABC series Quantico, um, so she is poised to have a kind of hopeful, hopefully a big uh, crossover and become an even bigger international star. Yeah, it's weird when, like... You're a gigantic movie star already, and then going on a TV show will only make you bigger. She's also a singer. Um, she is incredible. And a guest, guest model, right? Yeah. Guest jeans model? She's yeah. Guest, yeah, she's also a model. Um, she is one of the biggest stars currently in, in Bollywood. Um, and, and for a long time, like when she first kind of came on the scene, was doing... Um, was was doing a lot of item numbers and was doing kind of some some smaller parts, but has really, um, or you know, being kind of a you know the love interest of the main male character, mm-hmm. um, but has really emerged as um, kind of one of the strongest female performers and has really um, been able to kind of lead in her films and really taken on these really kind of diverse. Um, and interesting roles. Most recently, she did um, a boxing biopic of a uh, Mary Com mm-hmm. called Mary Com, where she had to show kind of. I mean, she's she's so glamorous um, and she's so beautiful and she wears clothes so well. But in Mary Com, she shows a completely different side of her, where she has to play this woman who's a boxer, so she had to you know get in shape yeah. and learn how to box, but also who um, has children. Uh, she has twins and is then told that um, she can't fight anymore because mm-hmm. childbirth ruins your body and how can you ever come back from her? Well, she's determined to come back stronger. Yeah. Um, and it's really... I, I find it a really powerful film. I, I agree that some critics have called it a bit pat, but I think you know Priyanka Chopra is by far uh, you know, a force to be reckoned with. She's equally... She has an equal facility with being in a nightdress... Night Oh, sorry. Uh, like a party dress. That's the word I'm A ball gown. For. A ball gown. <laughs> or holding a gun, being a cop. Or a sari. Punching people, having a sari on. Like, she can do anything. Yeah, she's amazing. And I'm very excited for her uh, ABC television series debut. Uh, I'll be watching Quantico and 
maybe mm-hmm. updating on how it goes. And this isn't even like you as a side character. She's the main character yeah. of the show. Yeah. Um, just a couple more actresses to get through before uh, we close out the show. And next up is uh, Katrina Cave. Mm-hmm. Um, Katrina Cave is uh, she's from Britain. She's a British-born actress um, who is Indian by uh, heritage. And is not known for being um, the greatest actress. Um, but, but she's an amazing dancer. But she's an amazing dancer. And I have to say, um, one of the biggest criticisms I hear is that she doesn't have a good command of Hindi. But as we don't speak Hindi, we don't know this. Yeah, she seemed, Yeah, that's, that's something we can't really comment on. But in films like uh, Doom 3 and Bang Bang... She both of which are some of the highest grossing Bollywood films of all time. Yeah, she really commands the screen, especially the uh, Camly dance here. It's a sequence. That's the name of the song, Camly, in Doom Three. She just does an amazing dancing job. Yeah, and she's beautiful, and I think really mesmerizing to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I funny have, too. She's got a yeah. She's got good comic timing. Yeah, I, I do find that um, she, for a long time, wasn't getting, I think, the best roles that are suited for her. I think in some films, she's really illuminating and electric, and in other films, I find her really flat. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, you know, she is a, a big star, um, and certainly, um, I think, wor- they're certainly worthy of her fame, because mm-hmm. she's quite talented. Um, if not the best actress, she's an amazing, amazing dancer. I, mean, I can like, watch that woman dance for hours. She's not a oh, bad actress, though. She's yeah. maybe a little bit flat sometimes, maybe not moving around in emotional levels. But, again, a lot of the movies don't really require her to have to go through an emotional journey or anything. Like She's, yeah. she's pretty she's fun. She gets it done. And finally, we have, I'm assuming your favorite. My favorite. Uh, Dapika Padukone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the best way to explain Dapika Padukone is that she is... Bollywood's Jennifer Lawrence. Sure. I mean, I can't say I've loved Jennifer Lawrence in any movie, apart from her uh, appearance in American Hustle, which I thought she was really funny in that movie. But, yeah, she's kind of uh, India's sweetheart, let's say. She is the it girl, um, everyone, kind of. She She's beloved for her kind of quirky personality off screen, mm-hmm. um, and she's incredible to look at, and a fantastic actress. And she had kind of... She she made her debut, debut in Farrah Khan's Om Shanti Om, as we've mentioned a couple times on the podcast. Um, and then she had uh, quite a lot of uh, flops and cr- like criticisms of her acting afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Cocktail Forward... With um, Saif Ali Khan. She has been on like a roller coaster ride of critical success. And her film with Ranbir Kapoor, Yeah, Jawani Hai Dawani has made it on that list that we keep mentioning of the top 10 Bollywood films of all time. Um, she recently starred in uh, an amazing adaptation of Romeo and Juliet called Ram Leela. Mm-hmm. Um, and she teamed up again with Shoru Khan, star of Om Shanti Om, and Farrah Khan, the director of Om Shanti Om, to be in Happy New Year. Potentially one of the best item numbers, I'd say. Oh, Her yes. A lovely is the name of the song. Um, but she also recently did a Piku with Amitabh Bachchan, um, which was a bit more of a... A low-key role for her. Oh, the fine, film did very and, well. And Finding Fanny as well could have been yeah. like kind of Miramax, you know, quirky old people movie. And she, you know, quits herself nicely there as well. I think she's an excellent actress. What do you love about her? She's Aside from the fact that she's gorgeous. I mean, they're all gorgeous. That's the problem. Uh, I think the thing about her I like is... Oh, it's so terrible. Yeah, you sit know, around and watch movies full yeah. of beautiful people. I know. You're really mean to me making me do this all the time. <laughs> uh, I think... There's kind of a spunkiness to her I like, and yeah. uh, she's like magnetic. A, she she has has kind of like a take no shit attitude from people. I like that. Um, she's also really fighting for uh, her piece of the pie because, mm-hmm. um, like we said, traditionally actresses you know they make less money um, and they're secondary to the male star, and she's. You know, really, really fighting to to get what she deserves. Well, she seems and she deserves be, yeah. a lot. She's a huge star. She seems to be the main character in more films than a lot of other female actresses. Yeah, like she can kind of carry a movie on her own, which and she has a huge range. Um, I think we watched uh, Cocktail and Yejewani Hajewani really close together. And in Cocktail, she's um, 
a bit of a party girl who kind of has to come to terms with um it's very tragic uh, she, the sadness she, yeah. the kind of the the depression that she feels mm-hmm. um and she's phenomenal in it and then in Yajawani Hajawani she's a bit of a wallflower who has to kind of bring out the more kind of edgy and exciting exciting side of her mm-hmm. um and so the roles that are almost com- like flipped but in Ramlila for instance she morphs from a kind of shy younger girl into a crime lord so you know she can she can grow over the course of a film mm-hmm. yeah I think she has she's very dynamic mm-hmm. um and I think um you know, initially you're attracted to her beauty, but as you watch her films, she she has so much talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really excited because in one of her new films, she's going to be playing. Uh, th- this is what I read, and I mean, keep in mind, uh, sometimes the speculation about these films, uh, very little is known uh, until they're released. Um, they're not even shown to critics that far in advance. Uh, but I read in her her newest film that she's going to be an Asuixe Obelix fan. Um, which well, I'm that's, just like... that's playing exactly to your, <laughs> you know, your cultural touchstones. Yes. Um, so, those are all the actors and actresses uh, that we are covering today. Uh, like I said, we couldn't get to everyone, um, but these are people that are going to show up over and over again uh, if you start to watch Bollywood films, um, and that we're going to be referencing uh, throughout this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know these people, you will have a good grasp of who the major players in a lot of the Bollywood movies are going to be. Mm-hmm. So we realize that is a lot of information to take in, so... We're going to take uh, do a different episode before we do our episode on uh, the new generation of Bollywood stars. And next week, we are going to be looking at Bollywood films about Bollywood and see mm-hmm. what Bollywood thinks of itself, thinks of itself, yeah. and how it presents itself, and what we can learn about the Bollywood in film industry through these films. So we're going to be looking at films like Om Shanti Om, which we mentioned. Uh, Luck by Chance, The Dirty Picture, Dilu, and possibly Heroin. Mm-hmm. Um, so please, that'll be in two weeks. Sorry, mm-hmm. not next week. That'll be in two weeks. Uh, so please join us then. And in the meantime, how can people keep up with the show, Matt? Well, we are currently on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. We have a Tumblr account, bollywoodisforlovers.tumblr.com. We have a Twitter account, at BollywoodPod. You can ask either Aaron or I a question on our personal Twitter accounts. I'm at Matt underscore B-O-W-E-S. And I am at Erin E. Fraser, E-R-N-E-F-R-A-S-E-R. If you like the show, please leave us a star rating and a review on iTunes. It really helps other people find the show as well as just, you know, validates uh, us doing this every week. If you have every a weird, two weeks. <laughs> if you have a weird phrase in a review that you would like to hear us attempt to say on uh, the podcast, please throw it in there. In addition to your, you know liking the show if you want us to say something go for it and please hit that subscribe button so you get our next episode in two weeks thank you so much for listening goodbye Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 